Dobar Dan from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Serbia update from the 28th of December 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Serbia. Tensions have spiked in Serb-majority municipalities in northern Kosovo lately. And on the 9th of December, local Serbs set up barricades on two roads in the north, leading to the Jerenje and Bernjak crossing points. Following the protests, the Kosovo police arrested Dejan Pantic, a policeman who was suspected of having attacked municipal election officers in Mitrovica North when Kosovo authorities were trying to organize local elections early this month. The government closed the two crossing points and an uneasy standoff has persisted ever since. On Tuesday the 20th, Nabojša Vlejic, Pantic's lawyer, told the media that he still did not know his client's location several days after his arrest. The day after, on Wednesday the 21st, Gazmand Hodga, director of operations of the Kosovo police, announced that Pantic was being held in a police station in Yerenja, near the Serbian border, and was receiving medical treatment. Speaking of Kosovo, its prime minister, Albin Kurti, has warned of Russia inflaming tensions between Kosovo and Serbia due to the war in Ukraine faltering, as Belgrade took its first step in deploying troops to Kosovo's north. A large group of members of the National Patrols, a Serbian nationalist organization with ties to the Russian paramilitary group Wagner, was also massed last week on the Serbian side of the Serbia-Kosovo border, threatening to confront NATO troops. Kurti said the tense situation could escalate to the advantage of Vladimir Putin, with Russian and Serbian forces having conducted 104 joint military exercises in 2021. However, not all sides agree on the removal of the barricades, as Anna Brnovich, the Serbian prime minister, said on Saturday the 24th that in doing so, Kosovo police could put people's lives in danger. In a press conference, she said that such announcements from Albin Kurti were irresponsible and that he was trying to eliminate Serbs from Kosovo. Former mayor of North Mitrovica, Milan Bredojevic, said that Kurti had been making various lists for arresting and prosecuting Serbs for months. Speaking to TV Perva, he assessed that this was a way for Kurti to deal with all the more prominent Serbs in Kosovo. That is, to end the political leadership of the Serbs in Kosovo and to stop the Serb resistance towards him and the institutions he leads. Despite the different opinions, the EU announced that Kosovo must immediately return complete freedom of movement for all citizens and communities. The EU states that the situation in the north of Kosovo is still tense and that the rule of law must be respected and that any form of violence will not be tolerated. In the statement, the EU appeals to the President of Serbia, Aleksandr Vucic, and the Prime Minister of Kosovo, Albin Kurti, to personally contribute to a political solution aimed at calming tensions, stating that the EU actively supports these efforts. However, Vucic, who is also Commander-in-Chief of the Serbian Armed Forces, ordered on Monday the 26th that the Army and all units of the police be on the highest level of combat readiness. On the same day, President Vucic addressed the citizens on Instagram and emphasized that he will take all measures to protect the people and preserve peace in the north of Kosovo, because according to him, Albanians also armed and raised their combat readiness. In his address, he did not specify which measures he was referring to. Moving on, hundreds of people gathered in a protest in Belgrade on Saturday the 24th, carrying a banner that reads, Peace to Ukraine, Freedom to Russia. After the opening speech in the Republic Square, the crowd started a protest walk toward the Russian embassy, but the police did not allow them to approach the building. Several hundreds of protesters then decided to turn around and go to Slavia Square, 
those who gathered in front of the police officers shouted, Putin to the Hague, and freedom. The Russian Democratic Society, who organized the protest, said that the war destroyed the lives of hundreds of thousands of people and forced millions of people to migrate. The Serbian police are still looking for the attackers of the members of the ITD student theater ensemble from Zagreb, who were beaten in Novi Sad on the night between the 19th and the 20th of December. The members of the ensemble were attacked by a group of young men on their way to a hotel after a performance that was a part of the Synergy World Theater Festival at the Novi Sad Theater. The four students that were assaulted said that while they were being beaten, the attackers shouted slurs at them and kept asking them why they came to Serbia. This is just one in a series of nationalist incidents that happened in Serbia this year. Dusko Radosavljevic, the president of the Association of Anti-Fascists of Vojvodina, said that this kind of attack is unfortunately not unusual in Novi Sad, especially after it was declared the European capital of culture in 2022. Since we mentioned Novi Sad, their authorities scheduled the unveiling of a monument to the innocent victims of World War II on Monday the 26th. However, the monument was not finished. The mayor of Novi Sad, Milan Juric, said in mid-December that the completion of the works is being prolonged by the fact that unknown perpetrators are vandalizing the monument and that the city does not have the means to constantly repair the damage. Novi Sad's anti-fascist organizations have expressed their disagreement with this initiative from the beginning, because the list of victims, which is a part of the documentation, includes members of all collaborationist formations, occupation military forces, including the NILAS, who were members of the Hungarian Nazi Aero Cross Party, as well as occupation spy agents, informers, but also convicted bandits. Now, on to some economic news. The International Monetary Fund, or IMF, has asked Serbia to raise electricity and gas prices three more times in the course of the next two years. This is stated in a document that the IMF published, and it details the recently approved two-year standby financial arrangement for Serbia. Energy policy is the focus of Serbia's new arrangement with the IMF. According to the document, an increase in the price of gas and electricity is necessary in order to enable the financing of complete production costs. The IMF believes that a gradual increase in prices will enable an easier adjustment to the new prices. In other news, on Wednesday the 21st, the Republic Institute of Statistics published the first results of the population census in Serbia. The most obvious change in the results compared to the previous census from 2011 is a decrease in the number of inhabitants. According to the 2011 census, the population in Serbia was 7.2 million. Since then, that number has dropped by almost half a million. The Belgrade region has about 1.6% more inhabitants than in 2011, and it is the only region with an increase in the number of inhabitants. In southern and eastern Serbia, there are now almost 143,000 fewer inhabitants compared to the previous census, while the largest decrease was recorded in the region of Shumadia. Now, on to some health updates. About 5,000 COVID-19 cases were confirmed, and around 20 people have died this week. Compared to last week, the number of confirmed cases has gone up by 1,000. In Pirot, a town in the southeast of Serbia, on Sunday the 25th, four tank wagons overturned on the Nish Dimitrovgrad road, and toxic ammonia leaked into the atmosphere from one of them. More than 50 people needed hospitalization due to ammonia poisoning. In Pirot, schools, kindergartens, and public institutions are temporarily closed, and on Monday the 26th, the city authorities announced a state of emergency. 
The authorities advised citizens not to leave their homes unless absolutely necessary, and to use masks if they do. And that's it for this week. The end of the year is a great time to think back and to think forward, something we are very focused on here at Rorschach. All these things we talk about each week. Why did they happen? And what consequences will they have? Thanks again for listening. May we all come back together in 2023 in peace and enjoy. Happy New Year! Dodalienieg! Zbogam! Zbogam!